Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome back to Inside the Upside Down. Yeah, more shadow people experiences. Been a lot of interesting discussion on the new video about uh, shadow people, sleep paralysis. If you haven't checked that out yet, definitely go check it out. So that one is specifically on the relationship between shadow people and sleep paralysis. You may be a little surprised as to uh, the conclusions that are drawn there, but a lot of things came out of that. Um, we haven't done a specific shadow person inside the upside down episode in over a year. So uh, definitely wanted to get on this again. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's a very intriguing topic that a lot of people have questions about, have had experiences. We get a lot of new people to the channel, so maybe a refresher for some that have been following us uh, for a while. But you know, it's always good for uh, the newer viewers. And um, you know, sorry. <laughs> It is, it is what it is, but no, there's, it's always a really, really interesting and intriguing topic to, to talk about anyway. Um, and I mean, we could always just, you know, el eliminate the show every other week or something, you know, if we run out of topics here, but I don't think people yeah, want that. I gotta be honest, there's so many, <laughs> only so many topics in the field that you can discuss until something new, uh, new and exciting pops up. So we're bound to repeat things once in a while, so <laughs> suck it up and get over it. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sick, so I'm going to be a little She's not bitchy. feeling all that well. So, yeah. But there we go. So there you got it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's always something that comes up with this topic anyways. Um, I, I get emails and you know people comment on the videos even the videos that i posted uh years ago about shadow people um you know and even some of the more recent ones like um you know the one that i posted a couple days ago where you know there are new and more interesting stories coming out i think one of the crazier ones that i ever got was this guy who tried to shoot a shadow person like literally woke up in the middle of the night saw a shadow person in his room and he pulled a gun out from his nightstand and shot at it so there's a lot of interesting things that have come about. Um, but, you know, I did want to get into, you know, some of our, uh, you know, personal experiences. The last time I did uh, Shadow People, Shauna was not on that show. It was uh, when I was doing those on my own. And Shauna was uh, every once in a while guesting on the show. So there's all her Shadow People experiences, too, which um, are, are interesting. I mean, you see more apparitions in Shadow, but you've had Shadow People experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Um, we will definitely get into some of those because you know some of them are related, and, and this is something that we were discussing um, the other day. And I, I actually want to get into somebody. Uh, one of the things that was sent to me about red eyes, um, but something that is, that came up in our talk about shadow people yesterday was about um, the theory that shadow people, or at least some, are human spirits trying to manifest and can't quite make it and i think you related this to byron yeah i mean because the energy was the same whenever he was in shadow form and whenever he was an actual little boy that i could see yeah, and that's so, byron there which you got which you know the regulars have seen many times but 
But you've seen him as a shadow form too. Yeah. Whenever I first saw him, he was, I'm sure he was in shadow form. What I thought I was seeing before I actually saw him. And then I saw him. Um, and then once I could recognize, I guess, his signature, his energy, um, then there would be times in the house, especially when the kids were home, um, because the rule was that he could not interact with the kids. And I think he thought that I meant that he couldn't show himself as an actual little boy, but if he's a shadow, maybe they can't see me mentality. You know, yeah. like toddlers do, like if you're playing hide and seek and they cover their eyes because they think if they can't see you, you can't see them, which is funny. And it's so funny, but you know, I didn't know if maybe it was that mentality. He's a boy, little boy, so. Yeah, but it, it's interesting because uh, we've had Rob Guttrow on um, a few different times. And I remember him telling me a, a, an incident. Um, it happened to him a while ago, but I remember him telling me a couple of years ago about, and I believe it was about his mother uh, when, when she passed and he believed that she had visited him, but couldn't quite manifest and she came through as a shadow and not a full apparition. So, um, and, and so this has come up in some of the different correspondence and, and what have you. Um, and so I, I believe there's a difference. There's a $5 super chat from uh, Tom McNicholas. He says, give Shauna a chocolate bar quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more than chocolate this time. Uh, she needs chocolate. Yeah, I've got chocolate in the house. I just. You do, because I got you chocolate. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I believe there's a difference between <clears throat> that, that. Okay, it, they may be both appearing as shadows, but one is a shadow person where the other is a human spirit. And so it's, yeah, and I didn't used to believe this. This is why I'm kind of hemming and hawing here because I was always of, you know, ghosts are ghosts or human spirits are human spirits and shadow people are shadow people. But, and, and, I'm, and I still draw that line there where they're two different entities, but I think there is a bit of an idea and I never could come up with a good analogy here for this but you know where the the one type of entity human spirit is as it's trying to manifest it can't become its true self you know it's it's <coughs> not as um oh not as full powered I, I I cannot think of the right words for it tonight for whatever reason but um it ends up looking like this other type of entity which it isn't well i feel like because the story that i told you last night that you had not heard before um the energy that that gave off didn't feel like the same from it was the size of a child in scale to rita and i in the room and everything else around it but the energy that it was giving off was way different and whenever we backed out of the room to give it space, since we startled it, I don't think it expected us to be there. Um, it was almost, it was kind of just kind of creepy, really. I mean, you could see through it um, and, and you get kind of had some form to it, <clears throat> but you couldn't see features or anything. Um, and it kind of just, 
was kind of just like hovering kind of there. It wasn't like standing, you know, it was just kind of there. And then the, you know, energy that it was giving off was way different than anything that I had felt thus far. So, and by that time I had been close to a lot of, I'd seen a fair share of apparitions by that time. So, um, you know, and, and the energy was just different from this. And Byron, whenever he was in shadow form, and I even had uh, EVPs of his voice on audio whenever I would see the little shadow darting mm-hmm. around. And But you could see arms and legs with his figure. This They're saying they're having a hard different. time hearing you. I've got the volume up, so maybe just need to get closer to the mic. Remember, Sorry. she's sick, too. So Yeah, I, I don't have much of a voice, really. So she's a trooper um, just for being here. Hmm. So anyway, so yeah, the the energy of what I saw, just, or what I felt from what I saw, was totally different than any of the other things that I had encountered. Yeah, yeah. So, so now something that was sent to me earlier, we've talked um, earlier, but like a couple of weeks ago, um, which was kind of interesting, and we've we've talked about on the previous time that we did shadow people over a year ago, um, I, I talk about the red eyes during the presentation that I give, uh, which, and, and some of you may be remembering the, um, cause I go live on Facebook whenever I do the presentations. So um, those aren't on here. I put one on here uh, of those presentations, but um, so I'll talk about the, the red eyes during that. But, um, and this comes up during sleep paralysis as well. So. Uh, or the whole idea of sleep paralysis and uh, and shadow people being related, which I, they're two phenomena. Sometimes they happen together, and I have some reasons that I point out in that video as to why I think they happen together, uh, or at least sometimes, because they don't always. Uh, but something that was sent to me recently was about an enti- entity with red eyes. We were just talking about red eyes with Carl, with Carl Johnson uh, on uh, the edge of the rabbit hole here just a few minutes ago because um, Talison was seeing something with red eyes in her in her closet which she ended up deeming a wraith and got clarification from him that he does actually consider that a demonic case um, but somebody reporting to me almost like a regular shadow person where they'd fallen asleep on the couch they wake up and there's this shadow person with red eyes staring at them through the living room window and just standing there and staring at them with the red eyes. And they got up and they're kind of like moving out of the room. They turn around and still there staring at them and move some more, turn around again, still there. And it all it did was stare. And a lot of the reports that I've heard over the years of the entity with the red eyes doing stuff like what happened with Talison, where it's terrorizing her, it's terrorizing the cats, terrorizing the brother, you know, over all these different years uh, where they're just being terrorized and, and all these other different things going on. Um, it meant to instill fear and, um, you know, even possible try to, well, there's certainly oppression there in, in that case with uh, Talison and maybe even try to uh, possess at times. So you're, you're talking, you know, very nefarious type being there. But this is a case where it's just standing there and staring like a lot of other shadow people cases that I hear about without 
those red eyes at all, just black humanoid figure. So uh, we're still learning more about what these types of things are and kind of going into the other video that we have out there are all shadow people evil you know no they're not you know where yeah you have the ones like with Allison that are, are trying to do something evil where most of my encounters are you know pretty pretty light you know they're just standing there looking at you you know the one that <laughs> peeked into my you know doorway and then tr took off the one at Johnny V's where it seemed like I scared it and he went through the door um but now here's one with an entity that's usually associated with a type of shadow person that is considered evil, malevolent, nefarious, all that, and it's not doing that at all. So yeah. I, I think we're still trying to understand what these things are and what they're doing. Maybe it's not doing it yet. <laughs> maybe, no, maybe not. Maybe it's like case in the joint first. What am I dealing with? You know, are they going to be able to? you know smite me yeah. <laughs> you know it's like what am Smiting. i dealing with are they am i strong enough to overpower them they're probably just keeping a watchful eye yeah but it, it makes you wonder about i mean sure you know maybe it's it's one that's gonna you know do a little stalking for a while and, and then come back and do something but you could say that about you know any of them you know and one peeking, you know, in at me through the door. Okay, you know, it was being creeperish. But after a couple months, it it totally stopped. Um, you know, the one that first interacted me when when I was little. You know, it just was there that one time. You know, so it, it didn't come back. So there's a lot of things we can speculate, and I think that's. I think that's one of the problems with with shadow people and why they are given such a negative connotation. Yes, sure, there's negative ones, but um, you know, there's that fear factor. You don't know what the heck's going on. Here's something that's in your room or wherever the heck you're at um, that normally, in a normal circumstance, should not be there, and it's doing something kind of creeperish, standing there staring at you, and you just you don't know. And I think it's that fear of the unknown that plays into this mm -hmm. you know the uh the whole thing with the sleep paralysis where <clears throat> you know i i think some of it like when i was a child um i couldn't scream it wasn't sleep paralysis though because my mouth opened up nothing came out but that was the fear part of it where i was so afraid because I, I thought somebody was going to kill me i didn't i wasn't thinking shadow person i was like eight or nine years old you know so that the term never entered my mind i'm seeing there's an intruder in the room it's going to kill me because that's what happens you know you see plenty of movies and you know that when you wake up in the middle of the night and there's somebody in your room they're going to kill you you're going to have enough time to go ah! and you're dead you know so um but that didn't happen but there's there was enough fear that i locked up trying to scream i could still move though you know arms going there and then i could turn my head and all that um but the fear locked me up. So I th some of it, I think, is fear-related, too. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, have you ever encountered any of these things where you were actually afraid? Shadow people? Of, of any, any type of shadow? I've been startled. Startled. Before. But not scared of it after I saw it. Um, 
But the one that I was talking about that we kind of opened the door and boom, you know, not expecting to see anything. And we, you know, tried to make contact and say something. The only, we could still feel the energy, but we couldn't, but it wasn't interacting. And then I just kind of felt like, you know, we startled it so it was still standing there like it didn't know what to do. And we'd backed it into a corner without realizing. And so I said that, you know, we were going to leave the room and, you know, I said, let whoever you are have your space. And then so we, but we left the recorder in there, of course, um, didn't capture anything, maybe a couple of random whispers or whatever, but nothing that we could make anything out of. And then whenever we shut the door, you could see it moving. It was casting a shadow. You could see the shadow moving uh, back and forth from under the door. It wasn't scary. It was just, you know, we were like, what, what is that? Because, uh, and I said, you know, that, that didn't feel like, that didn't feel human. I don't know what it was. It wasn't mean. It wasn't angry. It was, it just wasn't anything. It was just there and giving off this, you know, really strong waves of just energy was just being projected out from it. But didn't make a noise and you know it didn't it didn't do anything and then when we went after some time we went about and did some other things and then we came back and we didn't see the shadow moving anymore so we opened the door and it was gone was that because this was at the cafe right no no this was not this was after the night that we had the furniture thrown at us at the cafe okay we just decided we're gonna leave the cafe let it cool off but we had a private residence. This was a private residence. Right after. Okay. Yeah. Literally, if the private residence, if you, um, it was right by the river, right by the ferry landing, mm-hmm. and those houses across from there. And so it was really close, right by the water, you know, had a lot of activity going on. So we decided to go check it out and we were... That on that same night, we had the audio going out on the porch before we even went in. And there were a couple of spirits talking, interacting with each other. And there was a female spirit telling us no, you know. And then there's a grumbly, whatever, male spirit saying something. And then the woman's telling us, you know, please go. So, of course, we didn't hear any of that. Right. But so we went right on in. But yeah, nothing. I've never really been scared by any of the shadows. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, uncomfortable. Okay. Tom McNicholas says shadow. The shadow people I saw uh, did not appear demonic. Cool. Very good. Yeah, he was. And he was commenting on that uh, video from the other day too. Was that, I'm trying to think. Was that last night? I think it was last night. <laughs> Posting that video, it all kind of blurred together. Um, so from Jill, uh, what about the ones with hats? Can they be both genders? That's an interesting question. I don't think I've had a ginger, gender-related question specifically to the ones with hats. I've, I've had the question, you know, are do they have genders? Um, and I, I would answer the same question for both 
all inclusive or um, or just the hats. We don't know. <laughs> we really don't know if if they have, you know, if they're male or female or if they even have a gender. Um, you know, I I tend to believe that these are you know, interdimensional beings. Um, that I mean, there's just really a lot we still don't know about them. Um, you know, people call call it the Hat Man. I mean, they don't ever call it the Hat Woman, uh, and you know, are, are they just being? I don't know. I mean, they're just being sexist, or is it just because it looks like? I mean, it does look like. From my, I've never, I've never actually seen one, but from all descriptions, um, I've, I've seen plenty of shadow people, just not the one with the hat. Um, from all descriptions, it, it sounds like the guy wearing a fedora. You know, um, sometimes he's wearing a top hat. You know, which women didn't wear top hats. I guess maybe. Maybe these days, like the steampunk thing, it's a little fashionable to do that. But, um, you know, back in the day when they actually wore top hats as, you know, hats as a, as a style back then, it was, it was men that wore top hats. Um, you know, and so I think that's why that kind of just gets called the hat man, because, because of the style of hat, really. You know, almost looks like a character out of one of my detective novels. So, uh, Fran Molino, do you think shadow people are in a stuck time like residual? Um, that's a good question. You know, are, are some shadow people residual haunts? You know, if it's, if it's residual, see, this is where I was kind of talking before about that difference between like, you know, ghosts that can come sometimes appear as shadows and shadow people. So if it's a residual haunt, um, it's not a shadow person. So, but it could be possible, I suppose, that a residual haunt, you know, as it's repeating and repeating and repeating, man, maybe it's not strong enough or maybe it's just the type of event that happened that is appearing as a shadow. So, it's a good question, though. Um, and then per Nicole, can demonic entities shapeshift or mimic children's voices? So, um... Yeah, it's not it's not shadow people, but we were talking demons, I suppose, with uh, Carl a little earlier. Um, I mean, yeah, that's one of the theories out there is that they can. Um, I mean, they're trying to trick you, you know. So, you know, one of the theories out there is that they will try to take on the persona of something else to try to trick you to becoming friendly with them, so that you'll trust them, and then that's when they start to manipulate you. So, yeah. Um, all right, so let's see if there's any other questions. Now, we did have, I did throw in some photos that, uh, that we actually do have. And so the first one, and when I first clicked over here, you guys probably saw it, uh, cancel grade school. So those that have been watching the channel for a while are familiar with this, but see, now this one was, was interesting, uh, you know, this is one where I don't maybe because based on the size that this could be one that is a shadow of somebody that had been a person. You know, maybe it had been a child or maybe just a short person or what have you. Because I think we deduce is probably the height of about an 11 year old or something. Because um, those are doors back behind there. This is in the gym at the camps of grade school. Um, there's a great shot. There's actually a, a clip off of a uh, off of a video, uh, but 
this could very well be the manifestation or attempted manifestation of maybe a, a child or a small person rather than an actual shadow person itself. Um, it could be a humanoid figure, a small humanoid figure, but I don't know. I mean, we, we had a number of things happen at that school. You know, we got an apparition of a woman there. We had pebbles thrown around. You know, you had, uh, we got a, that EVP and all of a sudden you felt weird stuff and had to run off and, what do you think? <coughs> yeah, she's coughing and <laughs> trying to deal with her illness over here. Maybe I'm possessed. Maybe she's possessed. Maybe I'm demonically possessed. That's why I'm sick all the time. <laughs> or it could just be germs and my susceptibility to them and allergies in the wonderful state of Illinois that we live in. Who knows? There's always that chance. Okay, but the shadow person. <laughs> <laughs> Everything felt like a human energy in there to me. Okay. I don't really have much by way of experiences for things that don't feel human, except for at that private residence and... Um, There was a couple of times, like on my on my property, you know, that there felt like I had seen a shadow, but I had seen an uh, apparition in the same area, so I don't know if the two were the same. Uh, but even though the one of them appeared to be human, it sure didn't feel like it. So I don't know what exactly it was, but it really wasn't anything that I wanted to get too close to and interact with. So it didn't look scary. I just didn't give off that vibe of anything that I wanted to get to know. And, yeah. All right. From Betty Lange, can shadow people be kids? Um, well, if this, I'll throw it up here again. So if this is actually a human spirit trying to manifest, it probably is a kid. Uh, it's, a, it's about that height. You know, if it's, if it's not, I mean, you know, it's 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 hard to say. You know, do shadow people have their own offspring? Do they have their own, you know, do they procreate? Excellent question. I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I would think, though, I mean, because, again, I, th I think that they're interdimensional beings, you know, that, um, you know, they, they live in their own realm and sometimes they're able to cross over into here. But, you know, like any other type of, you know, being, you know, they, they would have to be able to, you know, procreate and keep their kind going. You know, I, I don't necessarily think that they are eternal, uh, except maybe in the sense of, you know, if they had a soul. And that's even debatable as well. Do shadow people have souls? You know, if they're, I, I don't know, that's a great question. You know, there's, there's a whole, you know, idea out there as as far as like when it comes to reincarnation and things like that, that when we when we do reincarnate, we could reincarnate possibly as as aliens. Well, if these are interdimensional beings, you could conceive that they are alien in nature. So would you be able to reincarnate your soul, you know, being in one of these things? I, that's 
Don't know. I mean, that's all highly, highly speculative. So, um, shadow cat. Can animals be shadows as well? I've seen shadow animals. I've seen shadow animals. Yeah. I felt shadow animals. And felt them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, in the cafe. <laughs> in the I, cafe. Yeah, I had felt something. Uh, we used to have this really creepy toy cat on wheels and wheels were kind of squeaky and we would put it upstairs and you would constantly hear it rolling around up there even though it was a stationary toy you know and um and then every once in a while uh someone would come in we'd have video cameras up there people would bring cameras in and we saw um a cat just up here in the middle of the room on the camera um you could tell it was a cat form it was the form of a cat but you couldn't see its features it was just uh, the shadow of one kind of so um and then later we kind of watched that and we were like okay so you know where'd that come from and but it would do that it would just and then sometimes it would appear as a regular cat like rita saw it appear like behind just full-blown yeah it would just cat, all of a sudden not even just, as a shadow yeah it was just all of a sudden just be there and she'd be like um hello kitty <laughs> you know and then it would just be gone maybe there and gone but i had felt something rubbing against my leg under the table and so I looked down, and in the time that it took me to lean over and peer under the table, um, I had seen what would have been like the shadow of like the back part of it. Mm -hmm. And but as it was like leaving under the table, but then it didn't exit out, but it was just gone. So I don't know where it went, but it didn't look like an actual cat at that time. It was just a shadow of one. So weird. Yeah, um, I'll get to this question here in a minute. So Debbie is saying that uh, the person, the shadow person at the school looks like a child with a baseball bat. Interesting. Could very well be. So speaking of the cafe, so Tom is wondering, did they ever sell the cafe? Uh, as far as I know, it's still for sale. So, but you had um, this capture there at the cafe. Now we did show this during the cafe show, uh, but not, the shadow person show so but this is you know you look at it and you know i i i tried you know so many different ways to look at it from from different angles with this you know okay if, if it was a flashlight that was making a shadow off of something you know to create that but the stuff that's in the foreground does not make that shape <clears throat> now that that original picture was taken because we heard movement uh, heard and saw movement and just happened to take the picture at the right time you know we shot so you actually saw this moving at the time yeah at the time you know we saw it, we heard it and then you know we saw saw something moving around back there but couldn't tell you know it didn't look like a person. Of course, mm -hmm. we everybody was accounted for, but uh, so we knew it wasn't any anybody you know from the on the team. And you know, there was other people you know in there, but there were no kids. You know, we don't let we don't let kids investigate. So, right, right. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's the size of a small child back there. Um, and we did take some other pictures. But you're, but this isn't Byron. Don't know. You don't know. Okay. Because um, you, you said that you've seen Byron as a shadow before. Yeah, this, this one happened before I actually saw him, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, this stuff happened before. This is like pretty close to the beginning, beginning. And yeah, so I, I have no idea. I had always assumed, you know, being that it was, you know, so small, you know, the size of Todd, that he was the one that we dealt with, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time. So, so Mickey Dole's asking, is that picture in the cafe? Yeah, that's in the cafe. So. And we did take some other pictures. You know, you never take just one. You always take several. That was in one of them, but not in any of the rest of them. So, yeah, that one's one's a very interesting photo. Um, Betty's asking, are shadow people in black mass different things? Um, Black mass is a type of shadow entity. I mean, it, it does not look like a you know a human form you know not like the you know what we call the humanoid figure or the hat man or the uh the hooded figure or that but um people have tried to relate the black mass the mist so or what have you with the hooded figure um and, and I'm not sure why, because to, to me, they seem very different. I keep them on the same slide because when I was first originally doing my research and building that presentation, that's, you know, that's, that's where the research was at the time. But as I've done this more and more and more and have been researching more and more, it's, I don't even see why they're lumped together like that. Because, yeah, the hooded figure is more like a human figure, humanoid figure, where the black mass I've, I've seen with my own eyes. And this was at, like we were talking with Carl earlier, at that house in Edmond, Oklahoma, in Tallison's bedroom. Um, I've shown clips on here before. I don't have that uh, loaded up here because um, I didn't intend on talking about it. But um, basically, the cat, Jasmine, was acting all skittish and everything, you know, kind of running around the living room, kitchen area, dinette area. And then it you know, ran up to Tallison's bedroom, just kind of looked in the door and stopped. And I was following it and got behind it. And I'm looking in the room and there's this black mass that's in the room. The cat kind of took off around the wall, um, you know, just the kind of the way the house was situated. And I'm looking in and the black mass just kind of slowly dissipated away. I tried to take a photo of it stupidly with a flash and the flash kind of obliterated the thing, couldn't see anything. And then, you know, in that split second, you know, it was like gone, but then, you know, it just kept dissipating away when the flash was gone. Um, so I didn't catch that. So that's, that's another thing that always, that's one of the big reasons why I stopped using a flash during investigations was just for that. It's like, you know, if I would have not used the flash, I probably would have, it may have been really dark to even see it anyway, but I would have had a better chance of actually capturing that in a photo than using the flash. Cause that just completely lit up the room. So do you think that it disappeared because it sensed it was about to be captured on film or because the light scares them away? Well, it was already starting to dissipate when I tried to take the photo. It was already starting in that direction. So whatever had manifested there was already in the process of starting to go away. 
It's a good question though. Um, did the flash hurry that process? I don't know. Is it something about, you know, that new energy is acts like a, you know, blows it away? Or is it just like, you know, they disappear when they realize, hey, we're not supposed to be captured. You know, we're not supposed to talk to them. Don't get caught. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an excellent question, but it's why I've stopped using, you know, a flash uh you know, during investigations that I'll just, you know, do the best I can with my flashlight to at least provide enough light, you know, because it could be that the flash, you know, does something to, I mean, it's, you know, all of this, I mean, it relates to the way we, we view things we view things with light, you know, it's basically what our eyes are seeing is a reflection of light coming into our eyes off of a surface. And so all of those colors are basically the way the light is hitting that and reflecting back at us. So, um, so when it comes to that, you know, it's, it, it's like the light is from the flash is going right through the thing. There's nothing reflecting back. So, at least with that bright of a light. But there are times that we capture, obviously, you know, in low light situations. So maybe it's, maybe it gets to the point where it's too much light that it just obliterates and can't reflect back properly. And I don't, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of different things to explore uh, with these things. So uh, we have some other questions in here. Uh, Betty Lang, you have, Mike, I've twice seen a shadow person just before a loved one passed. Uh, what do you think? That's kind of like what Rob was talking about, Rob Guttrell. Um, I think his was just after she had passed uh, where he had seen her. So, I mean, that's what I was talking about earlier, that you know, human spirit that's trying to manifest and can't quite do it, which is different than a shadow person, but hard to discern between the two. So unless, well, like you, you, you kind of feel, okay, this is a human spirit. You know, Rob, you know, being a psychic medium was able to feel this is my mother, you know, so, um, but anybody just kind of visually looking would probably have a harder time trying to discern that. So, um, so from France, so would that be a shadow creeper and is it the same as a ceiling walker? Um, there's just a lot of creepy stuff yeah. out there that I'm glad I don't see. Okay, I I, I'm, I'm going, trying to go back in the chat here because Fran was like, Mike, was that the one by the stairs on the live feed? Um, and Tom was saying she'd always take pictures in threes during investigation. Yeah, so I'm trying to think during the live feed. I'm trying to, what live feed was that we were seeing shadows by the stairs? I'm trying to remember. Um, but I guess I could just take the question, is a shadow person the same as a, as a ceiling walker, or what we would call a crawler? Um, as we as humans like to categorize things. So at this point in time, I have categorized a crawler as a type of shadow entity. So you know they're, they're different than a humanoid figure, they're different than a hat man, uh, but they still have a lot of different shadow qualities about them. Um, just the way, I mean, it's pretty much all, in, well, in appearance and in feel too, because um, 
you, you I mean, there's that fear factor and maybe it's fear of the unknown you know with with crawlers you know they're very creepy um, you know but they're black and it's, it's hard to tell details with with that you know like the humanoid shadow person I mean I've had one like pretty much in my face and there's nothing there no eyes no nose no mouth nothing um, you know Adam and I'll throw it up here real quick Adam kind of gave him a little bit of a face um, <laughs> in, in his uh, let's see Mike's room there it is so this is Adam Tillery I know you were lurking out there Adam um, I mean very you know in stature and shape and all that very similar but Adam kind of gave him a little bit of a face here but I did not see that face that's the one thing different here with Adam's uh, illustration is I, I didn't see a face um you know i mean the head shape was like that but i mean no features whatsoever um and he he had the one uh, they did for sean gilmore now see this one was sean gilmore here um and i don't know if sean's in the house uh but this was in the encounters four book so this is that's the encounters one book this is in the encounters four book um now see this one where it has like no face, no features. That's kind of like what I saw, except the hands are different. You know, this is like the long, spindly, like what Carrie Parrish would call a rake. <laughs> um, those long fingers like that. Um, mine didn't have that. He had more of, you know, I mean, he basically had human type hands. I mean, he grabbed my, you know, he grabbed my wrists essentially and just pulled my arms across my body. Um, and it was just like regular hands. So the hands are a little bit different here, but the fact that this has no face, uh, very much like that. And so the crawler that that we witnessed at Black Bear Church was, um, he moved so damn quick. You know, it was so hard to be able to see much of anything. Um, but it was, it was almost like black streaks. You know, it, it seemed like, long arms long legs that sort of was so damn fast you know which is and it was ceiling walls i mean it was just all around you know so that's why we we called it the crawler and there was always the legends of the crawler there anyway so once that started happening it was like no shit it's the crawler so um but there i, I have them as related for right now um all right, so from Mark Fiore, I think shadow people are created by emotions and memories of our loved ones. Um, that's an interesting theory. So, I mean, that's that's almost like PK activity, almost like what you would get with a with like what people do with poltergeist activity, not a poltergeist itself, but poltergeist activity. Um. I mean, I can't agree with that because of, of, I've seen so many different shadow people that I can't say that it's a memory of any. I, I have no idea what memory of a loved one that I would, because when I was eight or nine years old, I didn't have a close loved one that passed or whatever that would have been visiting me in my room to interact with me the way that it did, you know. Um, yeah, and that was the only incident there, so I can't imagine that it was a loved one of somebody who had previously been in the house we'd already been there for a good five years and then we were there for another five that was kind of like right in the middle of my stay there so yeah i, I can't say that that would have been it 
Um, so, um, <laughs> so Nicole Gaspard or Shadow People Intelligent, like if we had an intelligent haunting, they would be aware of us, the living. Um, yeah, Shadow People are intelligent. You know, whether it's a uh, human trying to manifest or as an interdimensional being, um, they are intelligent. And there was a question earlier about residual haunts and shadow people. And with those, um, you know, I think a residual haunt is a residual haunt. It's, it's separate from what a shadow person is and maybe whatever that residual energy is trying to do can only become like a little bit of a shadow. But um, shadow people themselves, yeah. I mean, it's, it's everything that you've experienced you know, seem to be quite intelligent. Yeah. Everything that I've seen so far has interacted with me in some way. <clears throat> and then there's things that I don't know if they would have interacted with me because I didn't really give them a chance. It was just like, oh, okay. Right. See you later. Yeah. So Sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything that I've... Um, I mean, I, I can't say that everything that I've seen has interacted with me because I've seen, well, like even the one at Johnny V's, you know, just darted across. It didn't interact with me, but it, it responded to me. Um, ones that I've seen at the Stone Lion Inn were just kind of like, it, you know, darted in a doorway. Okay, there it went, you know. Not, not sure if that was in reaction to me coming up the stairs or, you know, if it was just doing its own thing and I happened to witness it. You know, tough to tell with that one. Um, Charlie. I mean, if we believe that's Charlie, the goldenrod, you know, that would have been intelligent if it was a person or if it was if it was not Charlie and it was something else. Um, because we always felt something in that area. So this is the second floor server area of the goldenrod showboat. I, I meant to get to pick up, but I ran out of time. Um, if you watch last night's video... On, um, on the sleep paralysis uh, and shadow people. When I go through our, it's like a quick clip, but when I go through uh, different shadow people we've witnessed, I do show us in that area on the Goldenrod showboat pointing at that doorway. Hmm. So, um, And I've but, seen <clears throat> a shadow go through that doorway. Uh, followed by two of the little twinkles and that was the first time I'd ever seen more than one of them in a room at the same time right uh, but that's when we started seeing those things and yeah we just started seeing them before that and so this was like like an increased increased activity of the twinkles but it was yeah. following the shadow <clears throat> like single file like the shadow I got up I cleared the doorway and got upstairs just in time and it was fairly tall I mean, an adult size, and then the the twinkles that followed, and it was all about the same distance apart from each other, and so I had to assume that they all knew about each other. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I don't know, they didn't interact in front of me, they just walked through the door, and then they were just gone. So, but they were they were following the shadow. But they were following a shadow, yeah. and then there were two of them right there at the same time, same distance apart, same. They were just like right there, you know, with each other, and so that's like the first and only time that I've ever seen two of them in the same room at the same time, mm -hmm. and with a shadow, too. So, 
Lily Tooby, and she has two parts of this. And she was on uh, last night's video had put in uh, a comment there, and I'm hoping you'll send me the the full story. Um, I am in the process of writing a book on shadow people, and so I am collecting stories uh, for that. And of course, you know, I can change the names to protect the innocent. Mm-hmm. Or guilty. I mean, you might be guilty. <laughs> I always find that funny. You know, change names protects the innocent. It's like some of these some of these people are guilty. What do you mean protect the innocent? Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah. Um, in any case, so uh, Louis says uh, taking a nap during the day in my guest room, curtains open, sleeping on my stomach. I woke in sleep paralysis. As usual, only can move my eyes, sensing the presence. I look to the TV, and then she has a follow up to that. Let's scroll back down here. That was the light above. Um, our overhead light went off. Uh, so Mike, uh, TV was off, and I see the presence leaning on his left side on the door frame. That's how I know he is around 6162, because I'm six feet tall. But anyway, he walks towards me. I can't move. He walks up to my, and I'm guessing there's going to be a number three. Is there a number three yet? Well, number three, there we go. Walks up to my legs. I can no longer see him, but I feel the matter's move as he mattress moves as he climbs on it he moves up some more and i could feel him again through the reflection on the tv interesting so yeah sleep paralysis um number four they lay on me with this full body weight and so that's that's like old that's like old hag syndrome right there so yeah we can uh, certainly talk about that that was the uh uh main topic of the video from last night specifically about that so i we are going to put together some smaller videos about seven to ten minutes long that hit on i mean topics that we've already hit on but you know these videos here on inside the upside down i mean they're an hour to an hour and a half long and there's people that are just you know they're coming on youtube they're looking for information and they just want a you know quick few minutes to get that information and they don't want to sit an hour hour and a half so we're trying to put together some videos that will cater toward that crowd as well and so um so this is one of those types of videos, you know, shadow people, sleep paralysis specifically, and then, you know, we'll refer them on to some of the other shadow people videos. But, um, yeah, with that, that's old, old hag syndrome. And so sometimes appears as a hag. This one uh, apparently is uh, just a full uh, shadow person coming up and doing this. So a lot of people do uh, report this where, you know, they're paralyzed and feel like something's pressing on them. Uh, sometimes they will actually observe it. Um, and that's where the whole sleep paralysis, shadow people thing gets really confused, especially by the medical community. The medical community pisses me off because they try to they try to always chalk up shadow people to hallucinations. That well, you know, you're experiencing sleep paralysis. You're still in this state of you know waking and sleeping, and so therefore it's part of your dream state. And da 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 da. And I always throw out there, hey, I dream about all kinds of shit. You know, I don't ever see. You know, trees or cars. I, I use an example of a motorcycle in the video from last night. You know, you're, you're riding on a motorcycle in your dream. Where's the damn motorcycle you're just riding on? I've and I've thrown out as, as example before. Hey, I've had dreams. I'm on stage with Motley Crue. The dirt is coming out March 22nd. I had to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. Um, you know, where's the stage? Where's the band? You know, where's Vince and Nikki and you know, where's all that? You know, where are the light? None of that's in my room. You know, it's a person, you know, and not just me. I've had that one time waking up and seeing a person. All my other shadow people experiences have not had a thing to do with sleep. Just that one time. And I had no sleep paralysis during that. 
for other people, you know, they routinely wake up and they'll see it, but they don't see anything else that they may have been dreaming about. And so um, I have had the sensation of something pressing on me before. Um, could not open my eyes for that. It felt like something was trying to get in me. Um, this has happened maybe two or three times. Um, as an adult, um, that did not happen to me as a child. Um, and it just, yeah, it was the pressing, the pressing, pressing, pressing. Um, like it was trying to get in me and you know, I, I prayed and it, it went away. And so that's a story that I've heard about too. Um, in fact, I was just watching, you know, uh, um, some George Norrie here earlier today, a guy where um, he had a guy on there talking about interdimensional beings. Um, so I was interested, okay, you know, talking about multidimensional beings, you know, what, you know, what does he have to say about it? And, and George related, you know, a childhood incident where, you know, he felt the thing pressing on him, old hag center. He actually saw the hag where his eyes were open and he saw the hag. Stuff you like know. that just doesn't happen to me. <laughs> I know it doesn't. I don't know if I'm lucky or not. I mean, I feel lucky. that, now that I, I had a mouse. I do not. There's a lot of things out there that I just don't want to experience. I don't want to see a crawler. Oh, it's scary. I mean, it's 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 scary. I want in, to see it. I mean, if you, if you woke up and you saw a hag, an old hag, or some people report it as like a ghoul, you know, or some sort of creature that's on you. Luli is saying nope. it was a, it was a shadow person. I mean, like a, like a humanoid figure. Um, I'll take that totally all day long. Uh, I, I, I would rather have that than the nasty old woman on my yeah. chest, you know? Uh, but still, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary because, you know, um, like with the pressing thing on my chest, you know, it feels like somebody's trying to get inside me. I mean, that's that's scary. Um, when I've had actual sleep paralysis, nothing going on with shadow people, complete biological uh, moment where, you know, I'm kind of sitting like this and I'm, my body is so damn tired at the time that I just... I fell asleep, but I was still awake. If you can imagine, because I did not want to be sleeping where I was. It, I was. It was a work situation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I didn't want to be falling asleep there. Um, so, but my eyes just clamped shut. My body was shut down, but my conscious mind was still awake, and I couldn't move. And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you know, I'm laughing now, but I was terrified because it was like, okay, one, you know can I get out of this? You know, I had no idea if I was going to be able to wake myself up. It's like, I'm telling my brain is going, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You know, I'm totally conscious. I'm hearing the the people that are around me. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it was a bad situation. Um, and, and so I, I was terrified over what was going to happen if I could get myself out of it, if I was stuck there for like a, you know, who knows how long, um, so there, are, there's a big fear factor in all of that. Nothing going on with shadow people at all, you know. And you know, I just kind of eventually calmed myself for a minute, let the let the panic go. Like, okay, what can I do to get out of this? And I just like, okay, let me see if I can wiggle a toe. <laughs> and, and I got that and I was like okay I got a toe I got it okay okay I can feel my toes that's good that's good and I just kind of slowly worked up my body until I was finally able okay fingers and eyes okay and then boom I was able to get my head awake it's like oh my god you gotta be kidding me and that's happened to me twice both times sitting down like that so if you ever have trouble falling asleep do that but in reverse Instead of trying to wake different parts of your right. body up, start Slowly. at your toes and try to shut everything down. Slowly make your toes go to sleep, huh? Yep. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, the Luli saying, uh, Shauna, it's scary as hell because you cannot move uh, and you're at your most vulnerable state and there's something or someone you don't know in your space, let alone touching you. That's the worst. Yeah. And for Luli, that's got to be even more terrifying because, you know, unlike me where it, there was not a shadow person moment, she's having one. Yeah. So why do you think, like, I've never really seen anything that or any people or any shadow figures or any of these other weird interdimensional things i just i don't see those well i think some of these shadows may have been though that you have seen i mean like the 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 scary stuff like like the, ha like the, hag. the cloak okay. the red the hag the the yeah. crawler the red eyes the yellow eyes the, the all the other nasties out there the freaking interdimensional spiders. Thank you very much, Don. Hey, you you got to live more in the dark side, <sighs> baby. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with not opening up and seeing those things. My question is, why does that stuff not happen to me? Other stuff happens to me. Why do I not you, see any of that? Because you're lucky. I, 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 I don't know, but consider yourself lucky. It's like I kind of want to do a study about everything that's going on in someone's life. You've seen spiders, though. That's brought up in the chat. <laughs> there you go. You guys got yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it, every every person that's seen some of these really nasty things, I mean, I, like, I don't want to pry like it's none of my business what goes on in your personal life, but I kind of want to know because I want to know what is the similarities of all these people, you know, that are seeing this nasty stuff compared to me, and I just don't see that stuff. So what am I doing or not doing? You know, what's the one thing that all of these people have in common that they're able to see this nasty yeah, stuff. Yeah, and that's right? and that's going to be part of the book trying to relate, you know, some of these different, you know, why are some of these people seeing things and why aren't some others? Excuse me. You know, and I've talked well we've talked before about people vibrating on different levels. So maybe because our you know, we get along well, of course, we're soulmates and all that stuff, but <laughs> we do vibrate a little differently. So maybe it's you know, my vibration somewhere else other than yours. You see more apparitions and shadows. I see more shadows than apparitions. We've each seen both, um, but to varying degrees. And I think it's where our resonance is. Well, um, whatever the resonance is for the people that see the stuff that I don't want to see, I don't know how to make sure I don't unlock that. Mm -hmm. But I'm fine not having it. Like, I do not want to experience any of that at all. Yeah. Well, here's an idea that I threw out there in last night's video, and um, it may or may not apply, but it was it was an idea, um, kind of one of those theories, and you know, it, it may or may not be true in in Lily's uh, case. And I, I do appreciate you sharing the story. Um, I hope that doesn't happen to you again, because that that is definitely scary when that happens. Oh, but, and can you prevent it? Well, I don't know about being able to prevent it, you know, because. I, I, I believe that, okay, sleep paralysis, shadow people, two different things that can happen at the same time. And like the example that I was giving in, in the video is that, um, you know, there are times that you just feel a presence in the room. And anybody who's had children, you know, knows this, that you'll be sleeping there and, and the middle of the night and all of a sudden somebody's in the room and one mm -hmm. of the kids you wake up and there's a kid staring oh, at you i just like, saw a twinkle <laughs> over by the box did you i thought i heard a little click over there but i figured it was just 
whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. Hi. But yeah. you've had that happen, right? You wake up in the middle of the night, you, it, just something is like there, there's somebody here, and you open your eyes, and there's a kid staring at you. Yeah, my yeah. kids never <laughs> really did that. My sister, if she's your watching sister would do this, that? Okay. God, she used to do that. She used to scare that crap right out of me. I would be sleeping, and all of a sudden, I'd open my eyes, and she'd be sleepwalking. She did a lot of sleepwalking, and she would be standing there just looking at me. And so in my mind, you know, I'm like, Oh my God, can she hurt me? I mean, she's yeah. my sister, you know, she loves me. So she's, but she's being creepy. Gonna, yeah. But I was like, go to bed. It's bedtime. Right. Go, you know, and then she just, with this blank stare, turn around. I'm like, whoo, <laughs> okay. So I would vacate my room and find another place to sleep because I was like, you but, know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, you that's know? creepy. Yeah, creepy sister. But it's yeah. that it's that moment, like right around there, where there's a potential for sleep paralysis because your body has been in this sleep state, and all of a sudden, it's you're not like really jolted awake. You're just kind of like, okay, there's something here, and so you know the the whole idea of your body being paralyzed is because you know when we when we dream, you know, you're moving around in your dream and all that, and this. Um, uh, you know, chemical in your body is basically, you know, shutting down your body while you're sleeping so that it doesn't, and Shauna will say, I move around in my sleep anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's supposed to keep you from doing that. Well, she hates me some nights. Yours is defective. Mine's defective. Yeah. But, um, so it's supposed <laughs> to keep you from doing that, uh, you know, moving around while you're sleeping, while you're dreaming. And mm -hmm. there are times where in this particular case, because mine was... I had essentially fallen asleep, but other for other people, it's when they're waking up that you haven't quite come out of that sleep state. And you know, so part of you is conscious while the body is just still in shutdown mode, and so you experience that sleep paralysis. And so, you know, one of the things that I'm wondering and, and you know theorizing about, trying to figure out is, um, so you, your body has been stirred awake for some reason, a, a presence in your room, and your physical body is still paralyzed, but you open your eyes, those are able to open, and you see the shadow person. This is what has stirred you from your sleep, is this damn shadow looking at you. You know, and it may not be doing anything to you. You know, unfortunately for, for Lily, it, it did the whole pressing thing. Um, and there are, and one of the things that I touched on really, really briefly in that video, um, and I've touched on more heavily in my presentations, um, is the history behind this and how it is a part of every single culture throughout human history for thousands of years that this phenomenon happens, that they've seen these shadow people, that they've had the pressing and all, all that stuff has happened. But, you know, these things are essentially waking you in the middle of the night without actually like tapping you or shaking you. And you're just like, there's, there's, some, there's something here, there's something here. And so you're just kind of like, you open your eyes, your body is still in that sleep state and you open your eyes and it's like, shit, there's somebody standing there and you're, <laughs> you can't do anything about it because your body is still in the paralysis state. So and now you have fear on top of it because you're like, holy shit, there's a dark being here. So that thing is causing your body to do that then. Is it controlling you then? What do you mean? Like the people that do, like they're paralyzed, but they can't do anything. They can only watch it. Um, could that thing, whatever it is that you're seeing, could it be causing that? Could it be causing the paralysis? Yeah. That's what you're asking. Yeah. That's where um, 
And that's a question that a lot of people have is, is the shadow person causing the paralysis? And I don't think it is. I think it's just that it's causing you to wake because it's standing there creeping you out and you feel a person's presence. You can, that's why I brought up the whole thing about the, you know, a child in the middle of the night staring at you. You had that happen with your sister where you wake mm -hmm. up. You basically, in, while you were sleeping, felt her presence and you woke up and she's staring at you. Fortunately for you, you didn't have a sleep paralysis moment, <laughs> but for other people, they may have. I mean, you could have been like paralyzed looking at your sister like, the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the amount of questions and scenarios that went through my head in that two seconds before I was like, it's bedtime. Turn around. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> go on now. Good being creepy. Get in there. Yeah. You know. So I grabbed my pillow and my blanket, and I found somewhere else to sleep in the house because no. Yeah. So so I think they're two different things. But Lulie's takes on a whole other dimension with the pressing thing because that one. See, I don't I don't think it caused the sleep paralysis, but I think it took advantage of her sleep paralysis, and was doing something to her by you know getting on her and pressing her in whatever attack you want to call that you know whether it was trying to get inside of her or what have you still not sure of that like i said i have felt the pressing before as if something was trying to get inside of me i couldn't see anything um other people have seen a hag lulu was seeing a, a shadow person but I, I don't think they're necessarily creating the paralysis i think they're taking advantage of it i mean maybe it was standing there looking at her and then saw her awake, realized that she was in a paralyzed state because she didn't do anything because she's still in sleep paralysis and took advantage of it. <clears throat> you know, because we hear so many reports of, you know, these things just staring at you, you know, from the corner, from the door, from the, from the side of the bed and all this stuff. You know, maybe some of these have been staring and observing for so long that it, it figured out the whole, you know, sometimes they're awake and moving and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they can't move because they're paralyzed and then jump on you and take advantage. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's all theory. That's just creepier now. It's creepier. I know. I got I to gotta get in with some of the questions here. I know that they're, um, we've been talking a lot and I didn't um, get to some of these so you get a flashing neon sign above the bed that says don't be a creeper don't be a creeper stop tom mcnicholas have you ever done a show on sleep and dreams we did do a uh, show on the dream state uh, again that was another early one um i think probably over a year ago now so um it's one we could always get into again uh luli says mike i find that if i'm really tired i don't get the muted dreams nor the premonitions interesting okay okay um, uh, Robert Hanna, great discussion, guys. Was watching on my tablet, so I couldn't enter the chat room, but I had a similar type dream when I was very little, having two people sitting on top of me and couldn't move. Dude. Interesting. Two people. Man. Uh, P3 airspace. Yeah, could, you could be woken up with a cat in your face. I think the snow, the sleet is starting. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be it because I hear it. It's coming a little later. But there was like a, a bump or something first. <laughs> that maybe was it weird. was the squirrel. It may be the it squirrel jumping out. Like, oh, here. shit, it's about to sleep. They should be sleeping by now, though. Um, yeah, B3 Airspace. The thing about the cat, and that was something that that I mentioned in that video from last night, too, was that, you know, um, 
you know, in, in this in this case with the shadow person, it's, it's not the child. It's not your cat waking you up. It's not the neighbors, you know, in the middle of the night for whatever reason slamming the car door or that's jolting you awake. It's just this shadow person standing there that you just feel their presence. Um, we've gotten exactly mic to something that I said. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well. <coughs> We're probably going to have to wrap it up here in a minute or two. And they, they heard that. B3 Airspace says, I heard that. Yeah, see, I I know there was a, some sort of bump or something. It was like right over here. I don't know. But see, I heard a little pop or something over there when you said you saw a twinkle. All that, that's, now that little, that's going to be sleet or whatever the hell is falling from the sky. Um, I mean, there's been the the twinkle i see one over there you know it kind of hangs out over there but um the shimmery thing that's been here um over there by the 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 heater Mm -hmm. it's been kind of hanging out could be stuff going on um, Betty Lange says or asks, could your blood sugar levels going up and down cause sleep paralysis? Um, I mean, a number of things can affect your sleep. You know, blood sugar levels. I mean, the amount of sleep that you have. Caffeine. <laughs> She'll look at me for caffeine. Um, you know, people suffer from sleep apnea. So, you know, there's a lot of those things that, that play into how your uh, sleep is affected. So, yeah, there's certainly blood sugar levels of playing all that as well as far as like sleep paralysis itself um possibly you know but it, again any of that would um i think we'll go ahead um okay here, here's another question from thank you donna um yeah candy saying shadow lurker on the roof <laughs> nice mm-hmm. uh donna uh at hrm per nicole when i have a spirit wake me up and talk to me i'm not dreaming then um if you are awake you're not dreaming so i mean <laughs> those are two different states of being wake and sleep or, or, or you know not, not to be overly simplistic or anything like that I mean, unless but it's, it's just an extremely vivid dream or like a visitation or something like that being visited by somebody like well, that would still be I mean, if you're awake, you're awake. And if you're seeing something, somebody is talking to you while you're awake, that's happening. I mean, I, I get a little, the, the ones that I question, I've had visitations in my dream, and it, it always makes me question. Even though I've had so many people tell me, no, it was a real visitation, I always question because I'm like, damn, I was dreaming, though. I was dreaming. Even though I'm like, I know it was a visitation from my grandparents. I was still dreaming, so I have a hard time. And there was an, uh, some comments um on one of the other videos like maybe a week ago or whatever where um this guy i forget which country he was from um so his english was a little broken but he was relating a story to me that um his mother had told him and you know the whole thing happened in a in a dream state and so i kept having to question him okay but you're saying this happened in a dream you, you know and i because he was from a different country and English wasn't his native language. I was trying to ensure that, okay, she was asleep, not awake, right? Because if it was a dream and she's, and it was a shadow, uh, shadow person uh, question, um, if she's dreaming, then it could just be a dream. But if she was awake and seeing this stuff, then that's different. You know, so. 
Um, and then for Nicole, could cold weather increase paranormal activity? Um, I, I witness paranormal activity all the time. Yeah, I think you're not as likely to feel cold spots. <laughs> I've had Lee Ehrlich. I've had Lee Ehrlich say, "Yeah, you're not going to have uh, cold spots as much." Uh, I've, I've ha- heard Lee Ehrlich say that um, it doesn't happen as much in the cold. And he's like, you know, the spirits aren't stupid; they don't want to be in the cold either. But I don't know if Lee investigates a lot in the cold, considering he's in Florida. <laughs> I, I can say with certainty. He tries to rub that in a little bit. We love Lee, but you know. I, I can say with certainty that, at least for me, just as much happens in colder weather as it does in warmer weather. Yeah, I've just seen like it in the just cold as much happens during the day yeah. as it does at night. I don't think there needs to be a rhyme or reason to it. Just it's just always there. You just got to be open to it. The whole time all the time yeah yeah um another one from betty mike are shadow people time travelers i mean it, no you know they always could be you know i mean I, i've talked about them being interdimensional beings and you know when um you know you talk multi-dimensional interdimensional basically you know there's multi-dimensions there's more than one dimension that's out there so that's what we mean by multi-dimensional but when you're talking about they are a multi-dimensional being, that's in the sense that they can be in more than, they are able to be in more than one dimension. Interdimensional is actually the travel from one dimension to another. Um, that said, a entity who's able to do that, to move between different dimensions, they may be able to access a dimension outside of time. Because time is the dimension that we are usually stuck in i've heard stories of people that have been able to circumvent that a little bit um but we're in the fourth dimension which is time so if some of these beings are coming from like the fifth dimension or what have you um then they would be outside of time and so you would kind of be able to consider them a time traveler from that perspective Unfortunately, they don't seem to want to be too forthcoming with information, so they don't no, want to talk. <laughs> no, they're in. Yeah, they they don't ever really seem to talk. That was um, something Carl asked me at last year's Ocean State Paracon uh, when I was giving my presentation. He asked me if they had voices, um, which was a great question because I'd never been asked that before. Do they have voices? And I could not think of one time in which I'd ever heard a shadow person speak. And nobody's ever told me before of a shadow person speaking. And anytime that I've seen them move, they've been pretty quiet, except for like the one at Johnny V slamming into the door. Now you didn't hear it running across the floor, but you heard the slam of the door. Um, you know, so they're pretty quiet. So his his idea is that you know they're they're mute, that they uh, speak and communicate telepathically. I wonder. Very well could be. Will they set off like K2 EMF detectors? Or would they show up on an SLS camera? Or it's not like you expect them to show up. And then when they happen, you know, are they able to manipulate any of the usual that we use to detect human spirits? Yeah. Well. Maybe we'll figure that out here in one of our investigations. I mean, 
we've seen them at <laughs> our investigations. So, um, but aside from, I mean, the couple that we've captured on camera, I mean, other evidence has been scant. So, um, all right. I think that we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up, get to um, the shout outs and all that wonderful stuff. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us here on Tuesday night inside the Upside Down. If you're new here, please go ahead and subscribe. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, follow us along. And of course, you can watch our other uh, Shadow People videos that are out here. We've got a lot of information on the subject. Um, it's you know something that I've been doing a lot of research on. I'm writing on right now. I do a lot of presentations on the subject. In fact, I'll be presenting on Shadow People at the Waterloo. Um, there's a Paranormal and Psychic Fair in, or Expo, I'm sorry, Expo. Uh, Waterloo, Kelly McCarville is putting that on, so I'll be speaking on Shadow People there. It's one of the presentations that I'm giving. Uh, so lots of, lots of information. Um, so let's see. Uh, we'll go ahead. I want to thank Donna for uh, Cheshire catting the chat. I do absolutely appreciate that. Uh, we do have Super, ch super Chat Superstar Tom McNicholas. Give Shauna a chocolate bar. <laughs> so thank you very much Tom one whenever I get inside that's the house. right she has one in there I ate mine half of mine I had half yesterday half today so alright so uh, let's get to the shout outs participants there we go thank you again Candy for showing me that so we got Andrew Cox thank you very much for joining us this evening Beat 3 Airspace thank you as well and oh we have to do uh uh, deep down the rabbit hole, Patreon patrons, Tom McNicholas, B3 Airspace, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, uh, Pamela Queen, Joe Chandler, Andrew Cox, Dustin Samario. Thank you all very, very much for being deep down the rabbit hole, Patreon patrons. That's our highest tier out there on Patreon. So you can visit us, patreon.com slash media, get all that extra cool stuff. So, um, so Betty Lange, thanks for joining us again. Kathy Ciliento, thank you as well. Chipper Terry and... and uh, Mickey Dole, thank you very, very much. Debbie uh, 8 thank you as well. And thank you guys for all the great questions. You guys had some really good ones tonight. Katie Palmer, uh, thank you as well. There's Kelly McCarville. Good to see you out there. Yeah, go check out her, her expo here in a couple of weeks. I guess it's a week and a half. Uh, MK Ultra, thanks for joining us tonight. Nicole Gaspard, thank you as well. Robert Hanna, thanks for your questions. And there's Tom McNicholas. So let's see, I don't think that's everybody. It says participants, but that's a short list right there. So I know it's not everybody. Maybe it's that. See, just like Shadowcat, there's there's Shadowcat, there's Tim Schoen. It's not an all inclusive list. It's a good list. Um But uh, and Mark Fiore uh was out there. See, he's there saying bye. Uh and he had questions earlier, so it's hmm. a good list. But I guess what we'll do is we'll go down the list, run through that, and then just scroll through and see if there's a couple other people we need to grab. Um all right, everybody. Have a great night. We will see you next week. We have um, Christopher Peters. You may not recognize the name right offhand. He's going to come talk to us about uh, his, and he's had many, his UFO experiences. Um, connection I made uh, from Andrea Perrin. Got to love Andrea. But um, he uh, he runs with his father, um Peter's uh, entertainment out in Los Angeles. You may have heard um, a, a few of their movies that they've worked on, like you know some of the Batman and Superman movies, and they just did that movie with uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Um, so they've worked on some stuff. Yeah. Um, he's also the son of Leslie Ann Warren, so you know that's kind of cool too. So 
I think so. So we will be happy to have Christopher Peters on next week to talk about all of his uh, supernatural experiences. Stay tuned for that. And um, and our topic for Inside the Upside Down, because you and I have never talked about them before on any show, so this will be a new show for you guys, our own UFO experiences. So something a little different for next week. I've had two. <laughs> I won't be saying much. Uh, all right, everybody. You guys have a great night, and we will see you next week. Till next time.